What's up, everybody? This is the Hodgepodge of Nothingness Podcast, and I am David Korb. Pirates win last night, guys, two to one. Um, good, good game. Good, uh, good game by the bullpen. Um, it was nice to see them get back in the win column. They got a chance to win the series today. Um, just go ahead and get into it with the takeaways. Uh, man, did Connor Joe drill the shit out of that that uh, hanging curveball uh, for a home run? That was nice to get in the beginning of the game. Um, unfortunately, though, right off the bat, uh, once again, a Pirates. Uh, starter uh, in the rotation gives up a first inning run of Oviedo. Man, he he walked, walked, and a hit right off the bat in the first inning. Uh, he had three walks in the first two innings of the game. Uh, he was having trouble locating his two seamer. He could not hit the corners. Uh, his four seam though, the one time hit ninety eight on the gun though, so he was he was bringing the heat. Um, I'll tell you what, he pitched a lot better after Oscar Marin visited the mound uh, around the third inning, I believe it was. He seemed to do a little better uh, after that, um, but by the time the fifth inning was around, he just he was just done control wise. Um, I thought McConnell had that nice snag on a hard liner on the ground ball right at him. Uh, the ball almost nailed Oviedo, uh, but uh, Marcano was there already there waiting. But man, that ball it, it hit it hit the ground screaming, and Marcano made a nice snag to make the out. Um, man, I. I felt so bad for Bay last night. Uh, that umpire had a high strike zone for him. Uh, in the fifth, two of the strikes that were called on Bay, they weren't even close to being in the zone going off the thing that they show on TV. I, I don't, I don't know what the umpire was doing there with with Bay. Um, but uh, speaking of guys that people want to see in the lineup, Castro had a hit in the fifth. Line drive up the middle, he looked good. Um, Delay then had a hit, but it was misplayed by Hanniger, and that put Castro at third. Uh, and then Castro scores on that ball, bouncing off Bailey. It was a pass ball. and then uh, But then after that, Palacios is picked off. right, And this is right after Delay gets called out at home on Palacios' ground ball. So it was kind of unfortunate. You, probably, you felt like after Castro scored and, and, and Delay was at third, you're like, man, they got a chance to put up another insurance run. This would be great. And nope. Pirates even challenged the play, and 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 uh, the uh, Bailey made a nice block as he after he caught the ball to block Delay's foot from getting to the plate, um, but he was still called out after the review, and uh, yeah, nothing came of that except for the one run. Um, Moreta came in for for uh, Oviedo, and I mean he was in the beginning. Moreta was missing high a lot. A lot of his pitches were were was off he just kept missing high man he kept throwing the ball high his uh two seamer was high against lefties and uh, i was getting kind of worried there first i was like man Marita, he, he might not have it tonight but he he found it and he was he got out of it and looked and started to look really good and, and no damage um i'll tell you what though that inning though bay that when uh wade hit that fly ball to bay he looked so surprised that, uh, not Wade, Wade was on second base, but Bay looked so surprised when Wade tagged up and took off the third. Bay caught the ball on, on his back leg. He, he seemed shocked that, that Wade tagged up and went to third. And it's like, dude, it's a deep fly ball, and you're, and you're going back on your back leg to catch it. Yeah, he's, he's going to tag up. He's going to go to third. I just didn't understand why Bay seemed so surprised it looked like on that play. Luckily, like I said, no damage. Marita got out of it, but just strange. Um, speaking of strange, how about that Walker for the Giants, that was the strangest delivery I've seen from a pitcher in a long time. Like, I, he didn't have a lot of good control, but man, if he'd have been dialed in, the Pirates would have had trouble because just having your inner foot 
turned inward, almost having his whole back to the batter. It was almost like he's throwing behind himself. It was just a strange, strange delivery, a strange stance to see a pitcher have. I I mean, I'll bet when he's on, though, I mean, his spinner, yes, that ball was spinning, man, when he was throwing it in there, and he was throwing his sliders and his curves. I mean, so I'm, I'm pretty sure when that guy's out in, he's probably a hard pitcher to hit. But it was just a strange delivery. By I've never seen that stance before by by a pitcher. It, it was very strange. Um, Hernandez came in from Moreira in the sixth uh, with one out, and uh, man, that was he gets that double play. Man, just a a nice play by Connor Joe, the line drive right at him. He grabs, snags it, and uh, and doubles off Sable that got a hit. That was that was a nice uh, way to get out of that inning. A nice play by Connor Joe. Um, then Castro had another hit in the seventh. Uh, Castro had two hits. He did he did well this game hitting. Um, I was frustrated with Connor Joe in the eighth, uh, watching strike three down the middle uh, with a runner on second. You know you got to get some insurance runs here. You're only up two one. I, I I don't know what was wrong with Connor Joe in that at bat in the eighth. Just to watch strike three right down the middle didn't make sense to me, but it froze him. Um, obviously, I think he was anticipating a different pitch. It had to be. Uh, then after that, um, they were back on the field. That was a tough play Mar- by Marcano on the Conforto grown ball uh, in the eighth. Uh, luckily, like I said, ended up nothing hurting the Pirates, but it, it, it was it was a tough play by Marcano to still even get the ball over there. It was a nice try by Connor Joe to, to try to make the tag, too. Um, he just missed him, and it looked like Conforto hurt himself on the play. Um, but he stayed in. But it, it didn't nothing happen. There was no damage done. Holderman got out of the inning. Um then, then the Pirates come back at the bat. Uh, you know, Swinski starts off the at inning 0-2 in that at bat, and then he makes it 3-2. And that that was a horrible strike three call by that ump. I, I don't know what was up with that umpire last night for the Pirates, but their strike zone was all over the place for the Pirates. Uh, he, he after Swinski was called a strike three on a horrible pitch, Bay got up, and two sliders in a row were called. A ball and a strike, and I mean literally on the TV, they showed on in the zone, the ball hit the exact same spot, and he called he called one a ball, one a strike. It it, it just didn't make any sense. Uh, that guy's strike zone for the Pirates all night was just off, to say the least. All right, guys, um, my least valuable player of the game, I, you know, I had to get kind of nitpicky with this because... I kind of felt like everybody contributed in some sort of way. Uh, so I, I just, just to be nitpicky, I went with Oviedo. You know, he's a starter, starting pitcher. He only went 4.1 innings. He had a lot of control issues, had five walks to five Ks. But, I mean, he only gave up one run. So it's just it's just nitpickiness. I mean, I could easily go with either Marcano going 0 for 4 or I could go with you know, Bay going 0 for 4 or Hayes going 0 for 4. You know, I could easily go with any of them. Um but out for pitching wise, you know, wanting to get at least five to six innings out of your starter, right? Uh, then I'll just go ahead with Oviedo. So speaking of uh, pitching, so my MVP of the game is got it's got to be the bullpen guys. Like that was they were lights out last night. Moreta comes in, like I said, a little a little little control issues, throwing high pitches, but one inning, one hit, one walk, one K, has the ERA at one eighty two for the season. Hernandez comes in next, 1.1 innings, no runs, no hits, a walk, 2.25 ERA. Holdemer comes in, 1.1 innings, one hit, 1K. His ERA is 2.18. 
And then Bednar just comes in, one inning, two Ks, no runs. His ERA is a one two nine. Just bullpen was just awesome. They really uh, deserve a lot of credit for the way they came in and locked that game down in a close, close ball game. I mean, after they give up 14 runs the night before in general to come in there and only hold the Giants to one run, I, I thought was pretty was pretty awesome. Um, all right, guys. Next thing I wanted to do was I was going to go ahead and do uh, I was going to go ahead and do around the division. Just give you guys a heads up of what's going on in the division as far as records go. Um, so, Brewers are still in first place in the division. They're twenty eight and twenty six. Uh, they're four and six in their last ten. They lost their last game with a run diff of minus twenty six. Not good for them. Uh, the Pirates twenty seven twenty seven. As you know, they're a game back of Milwaukee now. Uh, and then Cincinnati's in third, uh, three games back in Milwaukee. They're 25 and 29, six and four in their last 10. They're on a four game winning streak with a run diff of minus 23. So that's interesting. Uh, then Chicago, they're 24 and 30. They're four games back of the Brewers, four and six in their last 10 games, won their last two, uh, with a plus six differential. And then St. Louis is back down to the bottom, uh, 25 and 32. Four and a half games back in first place. They're five and five in their last ten games. With won their last game, their run differential is a plus seven. Uh, if, also, if you want to know the wild card, uh, how it's looking right now, the Pirates did lose their spot. Uh, last time I told you they were in the second wild card. They're now out of it. As um, Arizona still has the number one wild card at thirty-two and twenty-three. Then uh, Miami and the Mets are actually tied. Oh, no, it's a three-way tie. Miami, New York Mets, and San Francisco Giants. Wow, so this, this series actually was kind of a, a big series for the Pirates there a little bit as far as wild card goes. But now uh, the Pirates are next on the outside looking in at 27 and 27. Um, but they're right there. They just got to keep it up, man. If they can turn this ship around, they're, they're right there for, you know, keep fighting, try to, you know, pull off a miracle here, if you will, to try to get a wild card. Um, all right, guys, that's around the division. I'm done with that. Um, next, I was going to do um, a down on the farm. Let's just do a check on the top prospects just to see uh, how they're doing right now down the farm. So the first one we're going to go with is uh, Tamar Johnson. Um, he's down at Bradenton with the Marauders. And I'll tell you what, after he came off the injury, uh, he's starting to pick it up. He's now got a batting average of 277, uh, 417 on base percentage. His slugging is 361, and his OPS is 778. In 83 at-bats, he's got 16 runs, 23 hits, got one home run, four doubles. He's got 10 RBIs, 18 walks, 36 Ks. So that's Tamar Johnson for you. Andy Rodriguez, uh, I'm sure you guys are interested to see this. Uh, his average dropped a lot. He was struggling there, but he's starting to pick it up now. I know a couple games back he went like four for five, and then I think the game the other night he had a, uh, he had a couple hits and an RBI. His batting average is back up to 234. On-base percentage is 327. Slugging is 387. His OPS 714. He's uh, got 137 at bats with 26 runs, 32 hits, five doubles, two triples, four home runs, 14 RBIs, and 18 walks and 22 Ks. His K rate's low. It's not that bad at all. Uh, next up, Henry Davis, another very talked about uh, prospect, uh, especially this season. His uh, average is 293. He's still hitting really well for average. On base percentage 440. Slugging 579 and an OPS of 1.019. In 37 games, 133 at bats, he's got 22 runs, 39 hits, 
six doubles, one triple, 10 home runs, and 27 RBIs, 28 walks to 31 Ks, guys. So his his walk per K rate is is really good. Um, next, we'll go to the pitcher, Quinn Priester. Um, his ERA right now is uh, he's a, actually let's go with his win loss record. He's got five wins, three losses. His ERA is four nine six. It's actually an improvement because he was actually struggling to be in the year, but uh, he he started really doing really well in the month of May. So in ten games, forty five point one innings pitched. He's got he gave up forty six hits, forty uh, seven Ks. Um, let's see, uh, at, batting average against is two sixty three, uh, a WHIP of one four six. So he's really starting to pick it up now that he's back down in the four ERAs. Uh, he's doing really well in the month of May, and hopefully that continues. Um, we'll go ahead and uh, check in on Nick Gonzalez. His batting average is 252. On base percentage is 335. Slugging is 430. His OPS is 765. In 38 games, he has 151 at bats, 22 runs. He's got 38 hits, nine doubles, three triples, and four home runs, 15 RBIs. 17 walks, but here's the rough part with Nick Gonzalez. 54 Ks. That is a lot of Ks, guys. Uh, but um, minus that, though, I mean, he's really started to pick it up, too. Uh, so we'll see what happens with him. Um, really hoping that uh, Andy Rodriguez or Nick Gonzalez's name gets called in the month of June. I- I'm expecting end of, end of June into July. Some people are hoping it's around June 10th. I don't know. I just don't see it with the Pirates. They're they're really going to slow play this. Um, one last one I want to check in on is Oliver Baguero, um, another guy that I I had said earlier about was two and a half weeks ago was a dark horse of mine that could possibly get called up if he heats up. Um, right now, let's see. He is batting two forty nine, which is actually up from where it was at the beginning of the season. Uh, on base percentage is three nineteen. His slugging is four oh two. His OPS is seven twenty one. In 41 games, 169 at-bats. He's got 30 runs, 42 hits, 12 doubles, uh, a triple, four home runs. He's got 21 RBIs, 18 walks, 32 Ks, 13 stolen bases. Uh, just another guy that, that I could possibly see get called up, like I said. Um, and he's starting to pick it up at double-A. So that's it for the uh, down on the farm, checking in on the top prospects, guys. Um, let's go ahead and do a preview uh, for the game three today. The game, I believe, is at 3.45, I saw. The, uh, it's going to be Mitch Keller taking on Alex Wood. Um, Alex Wood for the season, seven games, 1-0, a 3.51 ERA, 25.2 innings pitched with 26 strikeouts and a 1.44 ERA. And then he'll be taking on, like I said, Mitch Keller. Mitch Keller for the season. I'm waiting for the thing to load here. Is 11 games, six wins, one loss, a 3.01 ERA, 68.2 innings pitched, 85 strikeouts, and a 1.02 ERA. Far and above the best pitcher the Pirates have had this season. Um, so we'll see what happens. I'm not exactly. It's a left-hander today, so uh, definitely expect to see Castro in the lineup again. Uh, Bay might sit this game. Who else? Yeah, I could definitely see that Hedge is going to be back catching today since delay caught last night. And uh, I don't know, man. I'm hoping that the the pitching can can uh, hold it together, man. Please don't don't just don't pull what you did the other night, giving up 14 runs. Just keep keep them in check, and, and hopefully the bats show up. Uh, I expect 
Maybe we'll see Santana back today. I don't know. Maybe we get lucky to see Santana back at first base. Uh, Connor Joe should probably play again since it's a lefty. Uh, I mean, he hit a home run off a of right last night, so maybe maybe we'll get lucky here and he'll, he'll hit another one today. Um, but all right, guys, uh, that's all I got. If you like the podcast, you subscribe. I'd really appreciate it. Um, don't forget, I'm also on the Steelers Sanctuary podcast with Dave Ribeiro from SteelersSanctuary.com. We're going to be doing an interview today with Vince Williams, a former linebacker for the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, guys, that's all I got. I'm out.